Okay, after having a baby, your stomach feels, I mean, you know, different. The water and the excess air that helped nurture the baby in the womb tends to stick around and causes a lot of swelling and bloating. For centuries, new moms have been wrapping their post-baby bellies to help reduce the swelling and feel better faster. Well, Upspring's Shrinks Belly is a triple compression belly wrap that slims your belly. You guys, Upspring Shrink Belly is a triple belly compression wrap that slims your belly. Shrink's Belly is made by Upspring, a mom-founded and mom-run company that makes innovative health and wellness products for moms and babies. And this belly wrap is also has customizable compression, so it'll feel as tight as you want it to feel. And right now, listeners can save 25% on Shrink's Belly or any Upspring purchase by using code Upspring25 at UpspringBaby.com. That's 25% off any Upspring purchase plus free shipping. That's UpspringBaby.com. Promo code Upspring25 for 25% off. This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hey, Jade. Hi, Carly. How are you? I'm good. I'm just sitting here in my office enjoying a nice cup of coffee, getting ready to talk all the mommy things. It's like our weekly vent session, right? Even though we really do have one every day on text messages. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Jane and I, the other day, we were like, we were saying like things that probably like weren't very nice. And we were like, we're mean. And then I was like, no, we're not mean. We're just like having a day. But then like, (laughs) maybe sometimes we're mean. I don't know. Are we, we're not mean. No, I don't think we're mean. We're just tired. (laughs) (laughs) And and we're not, we're not, we're not talking like meanly about our children. Just some. Oh no. Or about like really anyone. We're just like, I don't know. We're jaded. We've been jaded. I have other choice words, but they're not appropriate for this (laughs) podcast. Sometimes we're just a little, you know. Um, It's Halloween. Well, not when you're listening to this, but today when we're recording, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. What are you? Happy Halloween. What are you being? A gnome. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a gnome (laughs) and Bella is... A gnome. A gnome. Okay. It's, <laughs> and then Evan is a gnome. And then Ainsley, who's the only extra person that's going with us because the two older boys have like parties. He's being what he was last year, but it totally works because he's like a thing of grass that like you lay down in the grass and it looks like your grass, but then you like pop up and scare people. Uh, it's fantastic. Okay, okay. But I was like, yes, yeah, see, you're part of our garden. I was like, please so tell me he's a toadstool. <laughs> no. He's, I asked, I was like, you want to be a gnome? And he's like, no, I want to be grass. And I was like, okay, cool. You're in our garden. <laughs> <laughs> um, but your Elvis costumes were the best. And your videos are the best. <laughs> Thank you. It was, well, it's because Emerson, she's two and she has a mind of her own now, right? So she right. doesn't want to do what we want to do pretty much. And everyone was like, try reverse psychology. Tell her like, hey, you can't wear this. Did not work. And so yeah, no. at least she let me put the costume on her, but we were trying to get family pictures and she wanted nothing to do with it. And so we were just like recording videos so we could just screenshot the video and hopefully get a picture. And we just started like being stupid to try to entice her and be like, we're the fun parents. This is fun. Come, 
come be Elvis with us in front of this camera because she's very aware when her picture's being taken. And, yeah. and so we were trying to entice her. And then we got that video. And I was like, Tanner, this is funny. Like, we're so dorky. So funny. We're like those dorky parents now that are like doing the most embarrassing things just to get your kids to do something. I wonder how many people, though, are like nodding right now. And they're like, yep, yeah, <laughs> we did that same thing for a picture. Yep, yep. Because, I mean, really, you have to act like so stupid to get a toddler to smile. Oh, yeah. Completely. It's just not. I know. I'm like dreading the picture later. I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, is Bella going to be in a good mood? Who knows? Is she going to smile? She'll probably fake do that fake smile of hers. When it's but, like they have the dead eyes where they're like, there's oh, no, yeah. there's no life in their eyes, but they have this like fake smile on their mouth. They're like, oh my gosh. Bella's so funny too, because every morning she's been waking up and wanting to put on a princess dress and I put it on over her clothes because it's like getting cold here. And so she wakes up and the first thing she says to me when I go walk in her room, I usually always do like that Mickey dance, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. And I like <laughs> go in there singing that and dancing. And... I think she's kind of over it, but that's okay. I'm not. And she looks at me. She goes, Mommy, Jess, Jess. And so I'm like, okay. So she goes over to her drawer where all her princess dresses are and like puts on a dress. So I've showed her the gnome outfit and she's excited about wearing it because she's in dress up mode now. But I just, you know, you never know how it's going to be tonight. Oh, yeah. We tried to take we tried to take Emmy to a trunk or treat, and she has a couple dre- oh dresses too. And we were gonna have her be Cinderella. Did not want to put on the Cinderella costume. Did not want to put on her. She has an Anna costume, like her dress. She did not want to put that on. Bummer. And so all she wanted to put on was this little like ballerina tutu. And Tanner was like, so he's like, no one knows what that is. I'm like, yeah, she can just be a ballerina princess. It's fine. <laughs> he was like determined to get her into this Cinderella costume. And it was an insane meltdown. Oh my god! Ugh, cried gosh. the cried the whole way to this trunk or treat thing. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, and she oh, she man. guess who won? Emmy. She wore the ballerina princess outfit. Stop! That's so cute. Oh my god! She won. Um, I was feeling so bad when I woke up this morning because Evan's been uh at his family farm farming hemp, and so he's like really been gone, like honestly, like the whole month. And so I never even took her to a pumpkin patch. And we, she loves like pumpkin. She loves touching them. And like, she thinks they're so exciting. And I never even did it. We didn't either. We took her to the, like, we took her to this like city pumpkin patch, which is literally a parking lot where they line up a bunch oh, of pumpkins. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> that like, that kind of count. There's pony rides and carnival games and stuff, but it wasn't that like an sort of. actual pumpkin patch. Yeah. We usually go, we, I mean, that, what's so funny is we go every year with the boys and this is like the first year I'm not going, which you would think we would go with like a baby. Yeah. We went, we actually went last year with her, but I don't know. And it's, it kind of makes me sad. I'm like, oh gosh, could we make it today? But it's like rainy outside. It is supposed to stop raining, but now it's cold. <sighs> Do people still go trick-or-treating in the cold? Oh, yeah, I did. I posted on my Instagram this morning this picture of this little girl, and it was like, when you want to be Ariel, but you live in the Midwest for Halloween, and it's this giant coat underneath her Ariel uh, costume. And that's That's amazing. I swear to God, like 90% of my childhood Halloweens were that cold. It was always snowing or freezing winds, and we we would just, we wouldn't walk, though. We would get in the car, and we would go from, we'd go up to the door, get our candy, go back in the car, make our parents drive to the next house. Like, it was that cold. That's really smart. 
So, God. but we, we were still like determined to do it. And then in the Midwest, I think everyone just expects that. So people still hand out candy, even when it's blizzarding, I swear. Yeah. I, that's what I was doing this morning was I was trying to get clothes to go under her gnome outfit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, she's going to freeze. So what do I have that's not going to like make this gnome costume look horrible? Which yeah, even if it does, whatever. It is what it is. Take pictures of her in the house before you go. I know. I used yeah. to get so mad as a kid because I wanted to look pretty or whatever. I, I just saw this picture of my brother and I, and I'm wearing a Princess Jasmine costume or a jean or like a, I guess like a belly dancer costume. Oh, yeah. Those were really in. Like yeah. In like this is fourth n- and fifth grade. My friend was a belly dancer. This was like 93. I, I saw because it was like an so old photo funny. with the date on it. Yes. And I'm wearing like a long sleeve white turtleneck underneath and like white long johns and all this stuff. And <laughs> it was, it, I love it. It was back before like cultural appropriation was a thing. So my brother, yeah. my brother is an Indian chief and he's got like oh my gosh. war paint and the feather dress, headdress. And then I'm, a, I'm like a belly dancer, I guess. It's, it is fantastic, though. <laughs> the only one I saw the other day, my brother was like Mighty Mouse, and I was a ballerina. And then what was Zach, an astronaut or something? I don't even know. But <laughs> it is really fun looking back on those photos. But the good old- hopefully I'll get a good one of Bella tonight. Who knows? If, if not, um, we have an. Ex- I was gonna say, if not, please post the screaming photo anyway. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> if that's all you get, that's all you get. Those are good anyway. Also, except also, for them, people are like, "Oh my god, you're torturing your child. She didn't want to be a gnome. Yes, she does. She does want to be a gnome. You guys, she does. <laughs> She's obsessed with gnomes. It's so weird. Um. Also, I was gonna ask you: Are you um? Doing the Jimmy, is it the Jimmy Kimmel thing, or is is it Jimmy Kimmel, where you act like you ate all your kids' candy the next morning? Do you think she'd get that? I kind of want to try that with Emmy this year. Although we might just make her hand out candy. We might not go trick-or-treating. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, Bella actually every morning asks me for chocolate now. Chocolate? Chocolate? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And and I think it's because she sees me eating chocolate like all the time. (laughs) So if I was like, I ate your chocolate, yeah, she'd probably have a meltdown. But I think she would have a meltdown if I told her. Because when I tell her no to chocolate, she gets she mad anyway. anyway. So, <laughs> hey, what's a Thursday when this is happening? What's Halloween when this is happening? It would be the exact same story. Yeah, I think I think our kids might be too young to understand that yet. That yeah, there was candy and we shoved it all in our mouth and now it's gone. Like they might not understand that concept. I don't know. But I yeah, love I love those videos though. That. I love those. Oh, they're so funny. That yeah. first year when that came out, oh my gosh, you sneaky. Oh, gosh. I'll never forget. They're so funny. Okay. Well, now that we've talked Halloween, we should probably tell everybody who we have on today. Yes. We have um, Holly Julian, who was actually Holly Durst when she was on The Bachelor, Bachelor 12. You guys, that was a while ago. What are we on now? Bachelor a lot. We were 19. We're on 19. So we're like 22. 23 we're forever teenagers. Um, yeah. And she just adopted the sweetest little munchkin that is named Poppy, which is the cutest name. I know. And um, we're going to talk to her today about her life with her husband and um, her story to adopting Poppy. I think she went through a lot of infertility um, issues and 
uh, now has the sweetest little girl who Holly's also just so cute. So this girl's outfits are already so cute, and she's like, <laughs> you know, she's adorable. Yeah, I think I think she said it's taken her seven years to finally be a mom. So oh um, it's definitely kind of her dreams coming true. And her little, yeah, her little girl's so sweet, and they have such a an amazing story. And she met her husband on Bachelor Pad two, right? Yes. So they're like a success story from the show, but I think I feel like that was before social media, so people might not know a lot totally. about them. So it's kind of fun that we get to uh, have her on and have her share all of that too. Hundred percent. Okay. So after the short break, we will get back and talk to Holly. So you guys, we're bringing you a new segment this week. Thanks to our friends at Skura Style, everyone has a dirty little secret, and so do we. Mine this week. I feel like these all have to do with Evan, but I told Evan, hey, Evan, I'm going upstairs to um, do some work on the podcast. And I did go upstairs, but I took a nap. So I feel like sometimes little white lies are okay. Do you guys agree with me? Well, even the cleanest kitchen has a dirty little secret. That disgusting, soggy sponge sitting in the sink, it smells gross. And according to research, the average kitchen sponge can be too hundred thousand times dirtier than the toilet seat. You guys, that's like the grossest thing I've ever heard. Well, it took two moms to address the hate affair people have with the kitchen sponge, and it started a sponge revolution. Skura-style sponges are made of a patented polyurethane foam, and they're antimicrobial, so they don't smell. And they harbor 99.9 less E. coli than cellulose sponges, and dry fast, and keep their shape. And you know what? They're actually really cute. They have four happy colors with a gray foam sponge and I love them and I'm obsessed and I'm never going back to the ugly yellow and green sponge. And Skura easy subscription plans mean you get sponges delivered right to your door. So go to skurastyle.com now and enter mommies in the promo code box and get your first month for free. Just pay shipping. You can cancel at any time. That's S-K-U-R-A style.com and try a sponge seen on the Today Show that was called Life Changing because it is. That's Skura Style, S-K-U-R-A style.com, promo code mommies. Hello? Hey, we can hear you. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) I look like Khloe Kardashian right now. Oh my gosh, you look so pretty right now. No, I'm I'm going to share at the gym in like two hours, so I had to I have to braid on my hair and put it up in the wig, and then I have a lot of makeup on. So, oh my god, so cool! Did you just braid your own hair like that? No, my cousin does these. I'm like, no way, I could do that. Because that's amazing. <laughs> I'm terrible at hair, and I don't know how to French braid very well, and I feel so bad for my daughter because I'm like going to no, be the I mom that I don't know sucks at either. it. that's okay we'll all just kind of suck at it together holly congratulations thanks oh my gosh i it's the best thing in the whole world how is mom life uh it was very hard for a while (laughs) like nobody warned me i'm like i had seven years and no warning no person's (laughs) like it's great it's so worth it i'm like this is really hard guys like i just got i felt like i'm like i got thrown into this and i was Mm -hmm. Seven years to prepare for it, and I feel like I just got thrown into it. But you just don't know until you know. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody – I didn't know about the lack of sleep. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard. 
How are you sleeping? How is how is Poppy sleeping? She's great. She sleeps great. She wakes up like <gasps> once amazing. a night to eat. That's it. She's Stop it. Been that since like two weeks old. So that's not bad. You lucky girl. We put her to bed at eight forty five last night, and she woke up at four twenty a.m. Oh, that's amazing. So I got a really long stretch of sleep last night. It was incredible. That is so nice. Isn't it crazy when you when like they're up a bunch in the middle of the night and then you get that one long stretch that's like four or five hours and you're like a fresh new human the next morning? <laughs> one of my friends told me about that and she said, when you hit that four hour mark of sleep, you're going to feel like superwoman. And I was uh, like, uh-huh. I don't think so in my first four hour stretch, I was like, oh my God, I can conquer the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it's crazy, but now I'm like, whoa, she's sleeping like six hours. I feel great. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. <laughs> Mama can put makeup on today. Yes. Yes. Yes, that is I mean, just wait until she starts using your makeup and wanting to play with your makeup, and then makeup becomes a, another struggle, but for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's all over the walls. And to warn me about every stage. Right now, it's like such a sweet stage. How oh, how old is she right now? She be eight weeks this Saturday. Oh. So her um, on the November seventh, she'll be two months. Precious nugget. Yeah, it's crazy how you almost don't remember what life was like even before then. I don't. I really don't. I feel like she was always like part of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so it's cool. Crazy. Did you guys get her from? From birth or? Um, She, we were there. We got her, the mom spent two days in the hospital with her um, or I guess 24 hours and then went home with her. And then we, she had gave birth um, the afternoon on a Saturday and then we got her on Monday. Oh my gosh. So pretty much, I mean, pretty much right at birth. We had, we like three weeks before she gave birth, we flew up to Virginia and went to her ultrasound appointment and got to like see her inside and hear hear her heartbeat and stuff. So that I, of course I cried. So, but I was just, I just knew like she was supposed to be ours from the beginning. What was it? What was it like to hold her for the first time? Scary. Yeah. Like, it was like she handed her to me and I just looked at her and I was like, oh, oh like, okay, this, we're doing this. <laughs> this we, we're it. in it now. <laughs> and, and Blake, I laughed so hard. He was like, I feel like that was just too easy. And I was like, what? Like, we have gone through everything possible to get this <laughs> girl. And you're like, this is too easy. He's like, I don't know. They just handed her over to us. <laughs> but it just, it was it was just perfect seeing her for the first time. She just had the, just the fattest little cheeks. And I don't know. She was great. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, so let's, let's rewind just for a second. So you met Blake on bachelor pad too. So it, I just thought it was so funny. Cause I'm like, Oh, we all have like the, the husbands that we met on the spinoff show. <laughs> No, and Blake and I were the first ever couple to get engaged and get married. Wow. Oh my gosh. I think that I think after that they were like, "Oh, we don't really have to give people money. Let's just put them on an island and make them fall in love." And I was like, "Yeah, see? Like it works. <laughs> it works." But I think just we're so- the only couple from Bachelor Pad to ever get married. Wow. What no was, way. What was that show like? I'm just curious. So stressful. Like I didn't have gray hair until I went on Bachelor Pad. Yeah, I hear that. I think Bachelor in Paradise would have been incredible. Bachelor Pad was just a lot of 
conniving and scheming and lying to people. Oh. He wants the money and just stick around. And I was like, I, this is not me. I can't do this. This is not in my heart. Like I cannot do this. So every time everyone was like going around talking, like who are you voting for? And I was, I went and took naps in the house. I was like, I'm going to bed. And so I didn't have to do any of the hard stuff. Oh, that's really nice. It worked. It worked. I won. So <laughs> there you it go. Worked. I won. You're like, <laughs> my strategy was the best strategy. I napped. <laughs> so did you know, did you know when you met him that like he was going to be like, I don't know. Was he like your guy? Well, I walked into the house and he was the only man in there at that point. Oh, they did it on purpose. Well, I the producers had said like, "What? Who do you want to see in the house?" And I said, "Just a tall, handsome man." And oh, I yes. walked in. I was the third one in the house, so the first one was a girl, and then he walked in second, and then I was in there third. So I walked in and I saw him, and but it wasn't like I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in love." I just said, "I, I said all the girls are gonna love you. You have such a beautiful smile." Like not even thinking for myself. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. He um, he said something about my long legs, and I was like, okay, you know, like, he's cute. I didn't think anything of it, though. And then because Michael and I had um, – Michael was on Bachelor Pad with me, and we had been engaged, and I knew that he was coming into the house. Cool. And I, I still liked Michael, and so I was just not thinking about – Oh. Wait, I didn't know about that part. Gosh. I need to catch up. <laughs> Such a crazy season. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wonder yeah, so, I, I wonder yeah. if it's on iTunes. Can you get it is. It is? It is. I need I've gotta watch this. This is right up my alley. My whole life in like six episodes. Because <laughs> I was yeah, I was engaged and then Michael and I called off the I called off the engagement and then we got back together and then Michael broke up with me. And then we go on Bachelor Pad together. And I was like, this is going to be so awkward. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That is so awkward. We we were great teammates and we won the game together. So, gosh, that's really stressful. And then I got engaged. I was like, I, I literally walked into it. And I, was thought, I, was, I thought I was going to be engaged to Michael by the end again. And then things things changed <laughs> that's so crazy God. I feel like that's such the bachelor world though like when you're in that social experiment bubble it, it's like you can just really connect and find somebody and it and it's crazy like people don't understand how it works but I mean like you said it just yeah yeah, yeah. and it works so much faster and oh, yeah people thought all my friends and family thought I was crazy because Blake and I got engaged in three months and because they did a live finale so we we started dating kind of mm. on the show. And then as soon as the show got over, we spent the next couple months dating outside the show. And then they came back and did the live finale. And he proposed a couple of days before the live finale. So they just aired the proposal on the finale of Bachelor Pad. Oh. And so, yeah. So I was like, everyone's like, you, you don't even know him. And I was like, I know I don't know him. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> but I, I loved him. So I was like, yeah. Girl, we totally get it. <laughs> we so get it. I know, right? And then now I'm like, we've been together almost eight and a half years. Wow. What's your secret? <laughs> um, I have, I have, well, I, this is very helpful. We both love different things. Um, mm. and like he loves going golfing and he tried to get me to go golfing with him all the time. And I was like, no, I want you to have your own thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. 
have to do every single thing together. It's important that I, and like, I love singing and dancing and I do that all the time. Like to make music videos. And he's like, all right, that's what you choose to do. I'm like, yep, that's my golf, you know, like singing and dancing. I love it. And I know you hate it. So didn't you used to work as a Disney princess? I had a company that, um, for birthday parties. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I've been every princess. That's so cool. You have like the perfect princess face and body, but every t- <laughs> every um, Jade, when you did that bell thing the other day, everyone said it to me, and I was like, I saw it. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I know because I was. I have. A, I'm always a different princess. It's funny because princesses are the best. We were just talking about. Princesses. Oh yeah, we were talking about how our daughters are just getting to the stage where they love to dress up and be princesses. It's so cute. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'll have a ton of costumes when she gets a little older. Yeah, you guys can oh, do yeah. all the like um, mommy and me dress up stuff. <gasps> I tried it for Halloween. I wanted to be Snow White and I wanted Blake to be Prince Charming. I wanted her to be an apple. Oh, that's so cute. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Well, Blake was like, no, I don't want to be Prince Charming. It's like, okay, what? we'll go with something else. Just, just tell him that this is his life now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he knows it. <laughs> He's in trouble now. <laughs> you guys, I put Tanner through so much. I'm like, this is this is the costume this year. I'm sorry, just do it. And then, but once once uh, Poppy is a little bit older and she looks at him, he'll do anything. He 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 mm-hmm. he'll jump right into that Prince Charming outfit. <laughs> oh, yep, I know it. I can't wait for those days. <laughs> You guys know, Jade and I have talked about this a million times, but prenatal multivitamins are so important because, I mean, honestly, babies suck all the good nutrients out of you and you need to put some in there for yourself because, hey, yes, we can nourish a baby, but we need to feel good too, right? And we need to get that baby everything they need to be healthy. Well, moms love the perfect prenatal multivitamin from New Chapters fermented so it's better absorbed by the body. Perfect prenatal incorporates targeted nutrients for healthy pregnancy and fetal development. It's fermented with beneficial probiotics and whole foods to make it easily digestible so you can take it anytime, even on an empty stomach, which is huge for me because I have the most sensitive stomach. I'm also gluten-free and it's certified gluten-free and vegetarian, non-GMO project verified, and there's no added sugar or sweeteners, which you can really feel good about, unlike prenatal gummies. You can find new chapters at the Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, or your local health food store. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so then you guys got married, which I was watching a video of your wedding, and it was so beautiful. I love that video. It's the I best. mean, it's, ugh, tug at your heartstrings. They edited that video the day of our wedding, and then they played it at our, like, as soon, right before everyone left. Oh, my god! They gosh. played that video. No way. Just to kind of remind everybody, like, hey, after we were all, like, dancing for a while, like, to bring us all back into that moment. That's so cool. So everyone was crying by the end of it. Oh, my of gosh. Of course. Oh, my gosh. You looked gorgeous, by the way. So pretty. No, I didn't wear makeup. Like, I didn't, I don't, I didn't like my wedding dress. I didn't wear really? makeup that time. 
Oh my gosh. I mean, you look so different, but you look so pretty. I feel like I look so different because I didn't. So and I had a makeup artist and I was like, oh, wipe all this off. This is not me. And she oh, was like, no, this is your wedding day. You're going to regret it. And I was like, no, this is just not me. And now I'm like, I regret not wearing the makeup. <laughs> That's so funny. When I got my makeup done, I didn't have like, she was like, what do you want done? I was like, well, I kind of like this. And I showed her a picture of when I had my makeup on done one time. And she goes, oh, so you don't like makeup. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just make me look pretty, I guess. No, I'm like, I, what was I thinking not wearing makeup before? I know I makeup walked bachelor pad really back and I was like, ugh. <laughs> that's me too I thought what what I thought was wearing makeup did not show up on camera at all and I was like ooh yeah yeah it was the same way and now now I'm like I have share makeup on right now <laughs> to dress on <laughs> later it really looks so good though it does um okay so after you guys got married when did you first know that you wanted did you always know you wanted to have kids yeah we had talked about it on our first date oh my gosh I love that our first date, we talked about like what roles we wanted in our spouses and everything, and everything lined up perfectly. Like, what he wanted in me and what I wanted in him. And I was like, "This is a great first date conversation." Like, <laughs> but then I was like, "Well, that's you know that worked." I mean, just that was us because everything moved so fast. So our our first right. date, I mean, to talk about all that, um, and so both of our parents are divorced, and we didn't, we don't like, we don't want that, you know, and so. We we were just like anything to not get divorced. Like, yeah. yeah, we're going that route. So we didn't. I hated having my parents divorced. Like I just hated going to both houses every holiday, and I was like, I don't want that for our children. And he was like, Yep. I mean, oh, nobody walks into it thinking I'm, I can't wait to get divorced someday. And you know, so right. But we had talked about how we wanted kids, and um, so we started trying the moment we got married. We're like, oh, yeah, wow. we're doing this. We're having kids right away. And then I think it was almost two years into trying. I was like, something's not right. And so I went to a fertility doctor and he said, I'm pretty sure you have endometriosis. You can't diagnose it unless you actually mm -hmm. go into surgery. And so we scheduled surgery on my ovaries and he um, went in and he was like, you have the worst endometriosis I've seen in a very long time. He was wow. like, yeah, he's like, it is so bad that I would let, I want to do hysterectomy like right now. He was like, no it's so bad. Yeah, like, I don't know if you're ever going to be able to carry children. And he's like, but after the surgery, maybe this will help. And so I was like, okay. So we, I, we tried for another like year and a half after the surgery and still nothing. And I was like, all right, something's going on. Were you having like, um, I know with endometriosis comes like really painful. I mean, pr everything. Yeah. The worst periods ever. Like the worst periods ever. No one ever told me that wasn't normal. So totally. when I was in high school, I would be throwing up every month. Mm. Because Ugh. I was in that much pain. And I just thought, oh, I just have bad cramps. I didn't sleep around or anything. So I did, was never on birth control growing up. And so birth control is the only thing that stops endometriosis from growing. No way. Birth control or being pregnant. So having it and trying to get pregnant is impossible because wow. you can't be pregnant and you can't be on birth control. So it was just growing like crazy for years and I had no idea. I think endometriosis is really just kind of coming to the forefront of conversations. Like people didn't know what that was. Like I didn't until right. two years ago. 
how do you know you were supposed to be looking for something anyways, even if you were like, hey, my periods are too painful. Maybe something's wrong. Like nobody even knew that was a thing. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So then did you end up having the hysterectomy after you went? No, I refused to. I was like, I will try and heal myself on my own, you know? So I Mm -hmm. I started, I stopped eating meat like right after Blake and I got married. And then now I'm full vegan and I've like, I feel so much better than I've ever felt in my life. Once I cut out amazing. when I cut out the dairy out of my body, dairy is such a natural inflammatory. And oh, it, I know. it just wreaks havoc on your body. And it's I was so hard. How incredible I feel after cutting out the dairy. So I was like, maybe I'll just heal myself on my own. <laughs> and I, I mean, I feel good. I haven't, I mean, I never got pregnant or anything, but um, I'm like, well, you never know. Sure. Are your periods less painful? Yes. Wow. That's I mean, amazing. I still, they're still painful, but they're not like they used to be. Also, I discovered ibuprofen along the years. <laughs> That's very helpful. <laughs> oh. Um, so was like adoption always like something that you wanted to do or was it like, when did you decide like, Oh, let's try it. Maybe let's try adoption. Um, I probably a couple of years ago, I went to the psychic medium lady and yes, I was just out in Vegas with my friends and she, this one girl was like, let's go see a medium. Like we're stuck in a hotel for work. Let's just go. And I was like, okay. And she is like in the middle of this reading and she stops and she's like looking over my shoulder and I was like, like what? <laughs> and she's like, I am supposed to tell you something. And I was like, okay. And she said, I let, I've never heard this message and let me see if I'm interpreting it right. And I was like, okay. And this was probably three years ago. And she's like, your guardian angel is stepping forward, which they don't talk. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, what is happening? And she said, I need to tell you your life purpose. <gasps> oh, I just got chills all over my body. So did I. <laughs> She said, we are never allowed to tell you your life's purpose, but I have to, they are telling me I have to tell you yours. And I was like, okay. And she said, your life purpose is to adopt a baby. And so I was like, okay. And this was before, like, before we got a surrogate, before we were going, like, I didn't, I don't, I just was like, okay. So it was always in the back of my mind since that point. And I was like, okay, you know, like, so I always thought about Blake, what was going to try everything possible before that point. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like men are harder to want to adopt. Yeah. I think they feel like that baby's not going to be mine, but mm-hmm. oh my, it's, he is, it's like, you wouldn't even know that baby didn't come from me. He loves her so much, but it was crazy that, that he told me that she said, your life purpose is to adopt a baby. And I was like, okay. So I knew oh at that point gosh. we were going to. Wow. That is so cool. I know. I got, I almost got like teary eyed just thinking about it. That's just so powerful. And it's like crazy. Like, I like to try to believe in that stuff. And then part of me is like, no, like psychics and mediums aren't real. But then when you hear stuff like that, it's just like, it just feels like divine intervention. Psychics, I feel like, scare me, but mediums (laughs) can talk to the other side. Yeah. she was doing and I was like okay I like you and she's like I'm a Christian and I just have this gift and I was like yeah. okay we're, we're cool <laughs> we're good that's amazing but I also I also have like this weird gift of prophecy it's 
is weird and it happens a lot. And I, I had a dream. I had a dream years ago that we adopted a little girl with dark hair. Yeah. And so in my dream, I had dreams five nights in a row. And so the first night um, I had a dream that one of my friends was pregnant. And the next day I saw her and I was like, I think you're pregnant. And she was like, what? And she took a pregnancy test that morning and found out she was pregnant. And I had dreamt about it. Stop. The second night I had another dream and the next day it came true. And so for four nights in a row, I had a dream and it came true the next day. And on the fifth night I had a dream. We adopted a little girl with dark hair. So I think I was like, I think that's God's way of saying like, look, this came true. Look, this came true, you know, every night. And then on the fifth night, you're going to get this little girl. And then my sister had another dream. She called me. She's like, I had a dream. You adopt a little girl and she had dark hair. Ah! At this point, she didn't know anything about us getting, like, adopting. We had been in contact with the mom, but didn't know anything about her or anything. And then two days before she was born, my cousin texted me and said, I don't know if you believe in this stuff, but I had a dream you adopted a little girl. No! And so I'm it's like, freaking it's all right now. Side, like my dad's side of the family. So we all have, like, this weird gift. My dad has it too. So, um, I always get like really strong feelings about people. And I always know when someone's pregnant, I'm like, Jade, I, f- I knew you were pregnant. Oh my at gosh. Party, at old party. I knew it. I you knew did. <laughs> yes. And I was like, I don't, I'm not going to go up and talk to her. She's going to think I'm a crazy person till I, I felt that you were pregnant there. And I'm like, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I, I think I was about eight weeks pregnant. Yep. I believe in that stuff. And I'm like, I believe in God too. So yeah, um, yeah. My mom has premonitions too. She always knows when something's about to happen. That's kind of like a big event in our family. It's crazy. Yeah. When I was going, I actually froze my eggs. And when I was, I actually, when I was freezing my eggs, going through the process, I was in Chicago and I was by myself and I talked to one of my friends, like psychic friends on the phone. And she was like, she didn't know anything about me. And she asked if she was like, I'm, I don't know if this is a weird question, but like, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, I go. And she was like, I'm seeing something to do with kids right now. And like in that moment, like I I ended up telling her like I'm going through fertility treatment, but I felt like there were two kids running in circles around me going, don't worry, mom, we're coming, we're coming. And it was an older girl and a younger boy. So that's why when it when I was pregnant with Bella, I was like, I really think it's a girl. And then when I was pregnant with this boy. I was like, I know it's a boy. Like I, they've been running around me being like, we're coming mom. Don't worry. I, so my, one of my mom's friends, he, he's a medium and he called me one time and he's like, I can see your kids. <gasps> he's like, I see your kids and they are so beautiful. And oh I was gosh. like, what? And he, and everyone has always said, you're going to have a boy, a girl and a boy, a girl and a boy. And everyone always said, like, they're going to be close in age or they're going to be oh, twins. Wow. And I was like, what? Like, no way. And then, then I, the other day, oh, the medium that I, I know the medium here. And she said, I'm going to be at your baby shower someday. Seven years ago, told me this. I'm going to be at your baby shower someday. And so last weekend was one of my baby showers. And she came and. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. She said, oh, Poppy has a brother. And I was like, no. And she was like, are you sure? And I said, No. <laughs> oh no she does you already have a you have a little boy coming he's already in existence so I feel like 
Oh my god. Someone is pregnant right now with a little boy. Oh my god. We are gonna get that little boy. I'm, I don't know. I'm freaking out right now. This is amazing. I, but she's like, I can already feel him. She has a little brother somewhere. And I was like, okay, oh we'll we'll <gasps> see. We'll see what happens. Oh, this is so exciting. My whole, I love conversations like this. I Jane know. and I have like weirdo conversations like this all the time. <laughs> oh, I do too, all the time. All <laughs> I got like chills like three times during this conversation. I know, me too. You guys, new moms deserve a drink more than anyone, but there's a lot of questions surrounding drinking alcohol while breastfeeding. Am I throwing away breast milk unnecessarily, aka pumping and dumping? Am I giving my baby breast milk that may still contain alcohol? Well, Upspring's milk screen is an easy-to-use two-minute at-home test that detects alcohol in breast milk because everyone metabolizes alcohol differently. The amount of time it takes for alcohol in breast milk to metabolize also varies. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No more guessing if your breast milk contains alcohol or not. Whoa, with milk screen, you can watch The Bachelor and enjoy a glass of wine with peace of mind. And right now, listeners can save 25% on milk screen or any upspring purchase by using code UPSPRING25 at UPSPRINGBABY.COM. That's 25% off any UPSPRING purchase, plus free shipping. That's UPSPRINGBABY.COM, promo code UPSPRING25 for 25% off. Cheers, mamas. See, okay, so I, I didn't know that you guys had tried a surrogate. You guys went through I didn't a either. surrogate process? Yeah, so we I did um, two rounds of IVF mm -hmm. on myself. Well, we did a, one round of IUI, and that's just where they, like, turkey-based the sperm into right. you, really. <laughs> oh, okay. And that didn't work, and Blake's like, I don't want to waste the money. Like, it was like $1,000 for that each time. And he's like, Gosh. I don't want to keep doing that. Why don't we just put all the money toward IVF? And I was like, mm -hmm. okay. So we did IVF. We implanted two embryos each time. Cause we were thought every, every psychic has been like, it's twins. It's twins. I'm like, we're having twins. We're doing two babies <laughs> every time. And so I implanted two both times and none of them took not none of the four. And so the doctor's like, I don't think this is ever going to work for you. He's like, your next step would probably be to find, it's called a gestational carrier, but most people just know as, as a surrogate. So, um, I said, okay, well, you know, I'll start looking. And then I met a woman at a book signing because I wrote a children's book. So I travel around to schools and I read to the kids. And then I was in this room and there was like seven or eight women. And one woman just started talking about how she didn't think she was able to have kids. And I was, I, I hear her talking and I was like, I heard it clear as day in my ear. Talk, like talk. Whoa. Oh, I just got chills again felt like I was like no I don't know because I did not talk about my infertility to anybody like not even to my family nobody mm -hmm. and just like my closest best friends knew what I was going through and so I'm like no I don't I don't want to talk about this and then the next woman starts talking and she said well I couldn't have kids and so I had to adopt my children and then I hear again talk and I was like no Oh. I am fighting this I'm fighting this so hard and the third woman turns and points directly at me and says, Holly, why don't you have kids yet? Oh my God. <gasps> I was like, well, now I have to talk. You know, oh I felt like gosh. I felt like God was trying to get my attention over and over and over again and wanted <sighs> me to open up. And I kept refusing to. And so I was just like, uh, well, I can't have kids. And she was like, no, everybody can have kids. And I was like, 
no, I've, I've tried. She's like, well, there's IVF and stuff. And I said, yeah, we've done it a few times. And she's like, I had no idea. She's like, honestly, I follow you on Instagram. And I just thought you were too busy. Like you have such a fun life. And I said, no, I do. I do all those fun things like to keep my heart happy Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. otherwise I'd be so sad all the time. She was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. So in this room, there was one woman that stood up and walked out of the room. And I, I didn't think anything of it. So I just sat there and kept signing my books and talking to these women. And later on, everyone kind of went back to work at the school. And this other, the woman comes back in and she sits, sits down. She has tears in her eyes. And she says, um, I really think you should open up more to people because you don't know who you can help. And you don't know who you're affecting. And I was like, okay. I'm like, what's going on? And she said, I have always felt like I was supposed to be a surrogate. From the moment I had my third baby, I literally gave the birth to my third baby. And I have always felt like I'm supposed to do this for somebody. And me, I'm like, that's an awesome calling. Like, that's amazing. Good for you. (laughs) Why? Like not even thinking for myself. And so, and I was like, that's awesome. And like, and that was it. And then I, we both went home. Like, and then I was telling my husband about my day and Blake's like, uh, hello, you had a girl right in front of you and you didn't say anything. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just did. I just felt like that was selfish to be like, yeah, okay, we'll do this. <laughs> and so a couple of weeks later, we, um, I had texted her and we met for coffee and she like five minutes into having coffee. She was like, okay, I want to do this for you guys. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, what? She's like, I've always felt it. And I just been praying about it. And I know that I'm supposed to do this. And I was like, okay. So it took a very, it took like a year, almost a full year to prepare for that. It was, um, we had to do like all the legal stuff mm-hmm. for, we had to get her like a whole new life insurance plan just in case anything went wrong. Like it was wow. crazy, the stuff we had to do. And then we had to you know, she had to go through all the hormones and the injections and the implant. And so we implanted one and she got pregnant when we were like, wow. I was like, I was like that's incredible. How did you do it? <laughs> like, I, why didn't it work on me? You know, um, but she got pregnant right away. And, um, but then two weeks later, I think after we found out or we, she was eight weeks pregnant and we lost the baby at eight weeks. And then, mm. She, it was her, Blake and I all in the room together after the doctor was like, I'm so sorry. Like you're losing the baby. Mm. And so we were all, we, Blake and I were like holding her and she's crying and we're crying. And oh. she was like, oh my gosh, she, she's like, you guys, I have, I've experienced like the smallest portion of what you have gone through. And she just like, was like, I've never experienced any sort of infertility in my life. And so she wanted to do it again. And we were like, okay. And so we had two embryos left at this point. And they were both girls, which I wanted the girls so bad. And I was like, yes, that's all we have left is two <laughs> girls. Let's do this. <laughs> so she implanted both of them. And she was like, I, she started working out. She's like, I'm preparing my body to carry twins. And like, she was like gung-ho for it. And I was like, okay, let's do this. And then she got pregnant again, but with one embryo. So one took and one didn't. And then... um again at eight weeks lost the baby again so and that was that wasn't even a year ago like this time last year she was pregnant because we were we were at the doctor on halloween last year Um, no way yeah and we knew like we knew she we're getting the blood worked and she found we found out today that we were pregnant last year so oh my gosh yeah so as soon as we lost that baby the second baby blake's heart finally was like okay i really want a family Let's adopt. Wow. Okay. 
Man, Holly, what a story. <laughs> I've been through, I've literally been through it all. And I was like, it's just, it makes me appreciate every single second I have with Poppy because I, I don't, I've just wanted it for so long. Mm-hmm. I, not to, not to be like a terrible person, but when both of you guys announced your pregnancies, I bawled my mm-hmm. eyes out. Like oh. I cried. I cried, but it's not, it's not you guys. It's just like yeah. every single person was getting pregnant and over and over and over everyone's getting pregnant. And I was like, why can't I get pregnant? Like I didn't understand. And then I was like, they got married after me <laughs> and they're already on their second babies. And I was, I was a mess, but and all of that is worth it now. You know, it's just, it all makes sense. Gosh. So it took you so did it take you like a full year to basically go through the adoption process? Oh, so this is the crazy thing. We got on a wait list last November. So um, we had to do all the paperwork. And as soon as all the, that took off, that's so much paperwork. You can't even imagine for adoption. But as soon as oh all the paperwork gosh. is in, then we get put on a wait list. Mm. And so we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And it's just like going on and on. I'm like, we honestly, we would still be on a wait list right now but this mom contacted me through Instagram oh my gosh no way yeah she wrote me on Instagram and she said hey um someone sent me your profile are you still interested in adopting I was like yeah we are at this point we had three other people contact us and one girl was it was a scam second girl didn't know what she was doing whether she was going to keep the baby or And so I was like, okay, you know, we'll mm-hmm. talk you through it. But, um, and then the third one was, so I was waving bye to Blake. He's on the phone. <laughs> bye, Blake. Bye. Um, <laughs> and the third one just, she was like, this baby's yours. And I was like, I don't know. You're, you, she was very like pushy with us. And I was like, okay, I don't, you know, we, I don't know. It just didn't feel right. And then, so then she just stopped talking to us. And I was like, okay. I'm not doing this again. Like my mm-hmm. heart keeps breaking over and over. We're just going to be, we're going to wait for the baby on the wait list. And then she contacted me right after all three of those girls and was like, Hey, are you looking to adopt? And I was like, yup, <laughs> sure am. And then she kept talking and kept talking to me. And like, we, well, then we FaceTimed one day and I was like, Oh, I think she's serious. And Blake's oh like, gosh. yeah. And so, and then she texted me and she's like, so what's our next step? And I was like, I guess I will call a lawyer. <laughs> so I got the ball rolling on that and I'm just so glad I did. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. <laughs> One thing that I think is so amazing is just watching Bella's brain function every single day in a new and different way. She's getting so smart, you guys. She's recognizing so many things she hadn't before. And lots of that is thanks to Homer Reading, the proven learn-to-read program powered by your child's passions. Homer Reading combines your child's passions and current reading level to create a personalized learn-to-read plan designed for kids ages 2 to 8 and offers thousands of lessons on phonics, sight words, ABCs, and more. And it grows with your child. It works in just 15 minutes a day. You guys, 15 minutes a day of Homer reading was shown to increase early reading scores by 74%. And your Homer reading membership includes two apps. Hey, Homer Stories, a love-to-read library of interactive stories, and Homer Reading, a proven-to-learn read program. All you have to do is you tap the large play button in the center of the screen, 
It brings up your child's personalized learning to read plan based on their age and their reading stage. And here you'll find lessons based on ABC's phonics sight words and more all appropriate for your child's reading level. I mean, there's thousands of lessons, you guys. Sight words, ABC's, more in just 15 minutes a day combines every single thing your child would need. Bella is having so much fun right now learning letters and shapes and colors and it's so cool to just watch her be like hey what is the shape here and then she'll point to a shape and I'll be like what's the letter and she'll point over here to a letter and we're like a is for apple ah, ah, apple and it's so fun and I'm having so much fun with her seriously a program that grows with your child as they learn one membership for the whole family you can have four customizable profiles, educational and engaging. You guys visit learnwithhomer.com slash mommies to start a free 30-day trial and get your kid reading and sit with them and have fun. It is the best. Can you share with us the story about the poem about poppies? Because I saw that on your Instagram and I don't know why that got me so emotional, but it was just so beautiful and I love the metaphor for your daughter. And I just think it'd be really yeah. cool to share that. So, well, I have always loved the name Poppy. It's been on my list for a long time. And Blake was like, no, I don't like the name. And I was like, well, I feel like that's already her name. <laughs> like, I know it in my heart. And soul. So I think you should get used to it. And like, I don't know. And then one of my friends started giving him names that are ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, oh, a, good that's a good idea. And so I go, what if, what if we named her Peppermint? <laughs> he's like, what? And he's like, no, I think Poppy's is a way better name. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he, and I was like, what <laughs> Petunia? <laughs> and he's like, what? He's like, no, no, no. Poppy's better than that. And I was like, okay. And so he wasn't sold on it for a while. And then um, one of our friends told us about this poem written in World War One, and after the war was over, all the barren battlefields, like all the people, nothing would grow on the battlefields after the war. Like nothing would grow. And so one day, poppy flowers started growing, and it was. And then I thought, oh my gosh, this is perfect, poppy. Like she's our, she's our poppy that grew on our barren battlefields. Like after so long of nothing, and then we get her. So I don't know. It's just after he heard that, that's he's so like, yep. beautiful. Like that's her name. That's that's the best thing in the world. I feel like it's perfect. <sighs> it's yeah. so perfect. I love that. I know people were like, "Oh, you like trolls?" The movie Trolls. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And I did the girl. The main- oh my gosh, that's so funny. I we watch trolls like all the time and I didn't even make that connection. And I say princess Poppy to Bella, Bella like every day. And I didn't even think about it. People are like, are you going to dress her up as princess Poppy for Halloween? I was like, nope. Cause I don't want that to be, I don't want that be, to be associated. That's so funny. Although I really love trolls. I'm, I'm for trolls. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is really good. <laughs> it keeps Bella really happy during the car when I play in the iPad. <laughs> so 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 what's in the future for you guys so you you're looking to adopt again obviously and then apparently we're gonna have a little boy there you go (laughs) yes where this boy's coming from um yeah we definitely want i well i i've always wanted three kids he wants just a boy and a girl and the other night when i was super sleep deprived he said hey you remember when you said you wanted three kids (laughs) 
<laughs> like, yeah, one's fine. One's great. Like I'm not <laughs> at the stage yet. I'm not there to where I'm like, we can have more than one. Yeah. So it's just the beginning is so hard. And she's so wonderful that I can't even imagine. I'm like, I don't want to share the love that I have for her with anybody else. I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. I'm yeah. I, especially right now, like I'm about to pop out a baby any day and I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to share that? Which Jade, so funny. We're all in like such different stages because Jade's already done it. She's figured it out. Is it, is it hard to share that love? Because that's what scares me. I'm like, I don't want her to ever think that I don't love her enough if there's another baby. I struggled with it. I struggled with it my whole pregnancy. I would cry. I was so emotional. I would cry and cry because I was like, my bond with Emmy is so special and I'm going to lose. I felt like I was going to lose that or she wasn't going to feel it as much. And even the night Brooks was born at like four in the morning, Tanner and I were up and I think it was after I had nursed him and I just started bawling. And he was like, and he, cause I, my birth was very quick and he was like, is it just like, you know, you're processing everything. And I was like, no, I'm like, I'm, I miss Emmy and I feel so bad for Emmy. And I was just crying, but Everyone was telling me the love you have will just double and all this stuff. And I was like, I don't want to hear that. But it really, it it really does. You just learn to love this other person in a whole different way. And it's just as special and it's just as as amazing. And you don't even know how you're capable of doing it, but it just happens. And I don't know, but I really struggled with it. It was really, really hard for me because I always say like, she's, She's like my soulmate, you know? And so it was like hard for me to be like, there's no room for him. How am I going to do this? But it it, yeah. it happens. It's probably a different kind of love with a little boy than it would be with a girl too. So I guess that, I mean, you have that difference. Yeah. When but he. I, I, the same struggles you were having, I did with our dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally. Our dog. I feel so bad. I'm like, you were our baby for so long. You know? I know. <laughs> she yeah she's like hey what about me guys we totally get that we had our dog babies first too we have fur babies too yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know they're both poor things i know. know we try to just go for extra love after yeah. the baby goes down to sleep that's that's all you can do does your dog yeah. does your dog do good with poppy is he like oh my gosh loves her like she goes and just oh, that's amazing kisses, kisses her constantly Aww. and i'm like mm. i think day one she started doing that. It was like she walked in the door and we had her for the first time at home and she jumped up on the chair and kissed Blake on the cheek, kissed Poppy on the cheek and then jumped down. And it was like, fine. That is so sweet. It happened so fast. And I was like, okay, she's, she knows this is our baby. Oh my gosh. You're just a perfect little family. I know. It's so great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your journey like what a ride finally a mommy it feels so good oh my gosh congratulations I mean I just I love following you on Instagram anyway and it was just such a delight to see little poppy sitting in that bed I was like I was so shocked and I was like oh my gosh Jade Jade (laughs) (laughs) I blew people's mind with that I had had her at home I'd had her at home for a while at that point and I was really? like, I'm, I wasn't ready to share her with the world. I was like, I loved our alone time. And I loved that nobody knew that I had her, yeah. you know, like I didn't have to deal with any social media and things got crazy after I announced it. I was like, what? what? Like, <laughs> I bet. 
My uh-huh. phone started ringing the other day and it was like Us Weekly's calling. And then the next day it's like People Magazine's calling. I was like, what is on? Like, what? I was like, Poppy, you're very popular. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Yeah, uh-huh. I got crazy after that. But I was like, I loved the first, I think I was, I think I was home with her for, two, I had her for at least two weeks without wow. talking to anybody. Yeah. I was wondering about that. I was like, I wonder how long she's actually had her. Aww. Yeah, because people, yeah, we got her, we got her, you know, 48 hours old. That's so oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so special. Congratulations. Thanks. I can't wait to see all of the, all of the posts and your future family and everything. Yeah, let's hope that boy comes around sometime. Oh, right? he's out there. I feel him. I feel <laughs> the vibes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you so and much. And have fun being Cher later. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to see those pictures as well. I'm going to do Cher, my friend's doing Sunny, and we're going to the gym together. And then Blake and Poppy and I. Blake's going to be Popeye. I'm oh going to be gosh. olive oil. And then she's going to be a little bundle of oh my, spinach. Oh, my God. That is so, so cute. cute. <laughs> so th- those pictures will be up later. Oh, my gosh. Have I can't fun. wait. I can't wait to see them. <laughs> oh also where can everyone find you on social media on so they can see ya, the pictures. love instagram holly julian that's it just my name it's so easy yeah so easy <laughs> thank you holly thank you holly Thanks, guys all right, bye. all right bye all right bye oh my gosh i holly's one of those people that like i just like after you talk to her because I'm I've never actually like talked talked to her before and like I want I want to be her best friend she was so sweet it's I can't even imagine actually what she's really gone through and for her to say she never really talked to anybody before I'm sure it feels so good now that she's being able to talk about her fertility journey because I can't imagine seven keeping that all in seven years of just trying so many different things and like she said, heartbreak after heartbreak, and now she has, right. now she has her sweet poppy, and she said it's all been worth it, and that feeling has just got to be, I don't know, it's just got to be so, so amazing. But what a strong woman! I, I know any woman out there who's going through fertility issues, no matter if it's been one month or ten years, it's it's a struggle. But holy cow, holy cow, is right. <laughs> It's such a beautiful story. I just feel like it's such a beautiful story. Yeah, I'm so and she just has a huge smile on her face, and that makes me. So she happy. does. She looks like such a happy mom. She's. You can tell she's in that newborn bliss. Oh yeah, yeah. The and her and Poppy only wakes up once. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so nice. I was like, oh, Bella <laughs> was not like that. Oh my gosh. Also, you guys, uh, we are going to do these mother-in-law stories. We're just working on getting a few more um, before we actually do them because I know I've said that we would do them the past couple weeks and we haven't, but we will. We will do them. So if you're sending them in, keep sending them. Yeah, because it'll probably be something good to do while you're like either I can just read them because you're going to have a baby soon. Uh, You guys, I'm going to have a baby like... Soon, like it could, like my water could break right now, today, today in this moment. Evan thinks it'd be really funny if, while we were walking around as trolls, my water broke. Oh my gosh! Think that would be fun. Gnomes, not trolls, (laughs) but he thinks it'd be really funny. I don't think so. (laughs) So, if your water broke while you were in costume, would you go to the hospital in costume, or would you go home? Oh, (laughs) 
I well, it depends on like how wet I was. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like if I'm really wet, maybe I change my pants. But if I gotta go, if it's like you, Jade, and the baby's coming out, yeah, I'm going as a gnome. I'm gonna keep my hat on too, just for the full effect. There you go. That's actually a really great story. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I'm actually scheduled to be induced on the 12th, um, but I'm praying he comes before that because I'm feeling very uncomfortable. I'm starting to get the same back pain that I had when Bella was born. And when Bella was born, my back pain was so bad, I couldn't even walk around for like five minutes while like holding her because Mm -hmm. my back pain was so intense that I just was like, thought I was going to die. And so... I'm having back pain again and I'm really sad about it because I haven't had it this whole time. And I'm like, I've been like, yes, no back pain. And now I'm like, oh no. Like lower back pain? It's like in the middle. Weird. It's so bizarre. And I was thinking for a while it's because my boobs got so big, but my boobs have kind of just stayed the same now. They haven't like gotten bigger in the last, you know, couple days. But I don't know. So anytime, Jade... I could be texting you at any time, like, oh my gosh, here we go. That's very a scary exciting. thing. It is. It is kind of scary. I know I know what you mean, but it's also really, really exciting. It is exciting, but like the excitement really is like it's like 50-50. Excitement and fear. Yeah. Because you just have no control over like when that moment happens. Yeah. And yes, you've done it before, but also like this is your first experience as being a mom of two. You know, everything, you're a new mom again in a different way. So it is, it's... And like, what if I was just out with Bella and then like my water breaks in the middle of a store and then there I am. I don't know. But anyway, it should be an interesting story coming at you guys very soon. (laughs) But yeah, so baby, baby bass will be here any day. Oh, also, I know you like don't know what the show is because I've talked about it before, I think. But the show David the Gnome, which I loved as a kid. If you do have, I need to. No, I need to look at this. (laughs) If you do have your kid in costume, I think it's only fitting to name him David. David, that's my um, friend Heather's husband's name. I think I would always think of her husband. We still don't have a name, Jade. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Oh. I'm just, I'm trying not to think about it. I'm not going to even think about it until he comes out because I just can't. It's too stressful. I think that's okay. Don't put pressure on yourself. Yeah. I'm trying not to. Okay. Well, you guys, thank you for listening. If you're still with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank if you guys. Not- and good luck to Carly. You, we, should, we may have a baby next week. You never know. You never know. Oh. You never know. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.